this podcast is not being recorded in any live animal situations because I am in my guest room in Bellevue, Washington. I am chilling out here, and we'll talk about more of that in a moment. In the shorter term, I will remind you we are not an explicit podcast, but we do swear a lot. And so, you know, parental guidance is suggested, but it's nothing extreme or it's not supposed to be. That much being said, welcome to Productivity Alchemy number 14, episode 14. And I have a really great interview this week with Eugene Jacoby, who is my manager at the company I work for. Before we get to that, though, I did want to say we don't have a wombat test subject. She's at home. I'm on the road. We don't have too much on the update front because I've been in meetings all week with my team and working on uh, project work. It's really, I think, important for teams that are distributed to take the time to get everybody together, for everybody to interact, and for everybody to to find some time to actually work on things in a face-to-face collaborative manner. When we talk about personal productivity, a lot of what we talk about is individual. And that is what most of us are concerned with on a day-to-day basis. But it is important to set aside time to work with your coworkers if you have a larger team to talk to your manager about doing an offsite and not the cheesy offsite you know team building rope course exercise stuff we get together we present on technologies that we are working with or have worked with and we'll have some social activities like we went to a pub last night with I think it has like an indoor putt-putt role I mean it was fantastic and rather than you know be sort of put into forced social situations where you're being forced to build those bonds and and forge a, a you know forced teamwork and the alignment and things like that we're able to do it much more organically and the discussions that come out of those social situations are much more valuable than the guided discussions you get on a lot of other things. It also gives a chance for people who may not normally see each other. I'm on a globally distributed team. I don't get FaceTime at all, generally, with many of my coworkers because we're in different time zones. Either if I want to talk to the Australian team, I either have to work really late or get up really early. Either way, it's no fun. A lot of times the same with my European co-workers, although there's a little more overlap there. This time, even though it seems kind of wasteful, is incredibly valuable in terms of our productivity as a group, as a team, because we're able to better... What's the right term? I want to say a line, but that's market speak right to better understand how each other work and kind of fill in those gaps i think that's probably the right term so other than that that's about it for me this week ursula my wombat test subject is at home spending time with the dogs hopefully she is 
bullet journaling, which was her assignment, so we'll see how that goes when I get home. In the meantime, I'm going to switch over to the interview I did with Gene, had a really good conversation, I thought, and he has some really good, interesting takes, because he's a, a manager level, he's a director level guy, he's not quite the same as most of our other guests who are, for lack of a better term, grunts. You know, we're, we're the people on the ground, we're the boots on the ground doing the, the hard work, managing our own tasks and things like that. Gene's perspective is that next level up, and I think that's incredibly valuable. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll talk to Gene. Hi folks, I am here with my boss, Gene. Gene has graciously agreed to do a Productivity Alchemy interview for you guys, and I hope you really like it. Gene is a great guy, he's really smart, I've really learned a lot working with him, and I hope you will too. This will not affect your, your review? No, it should way. absolutely not re reflect my review, it okay, has good. nothing to do with that. Okay. Yeah. So, first question, obviously, please introduce yourself for the audience. My name is Eugene Jacoby. I am the technical operations manager uh, on the tech ops team at Aptio. Cool. You are, yeah. Now, how do you keep yourself organized? I don't. You don't? I absolutely, no. I, um, <laughs> lists. <laughs> lists. I make, I make lists, and then I make lists to, for other lists that then sometimes work or don't work. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I find that there's no one way to do it. Like, what, what has worked for me is just sort of a culmination of, of different things and also just experimenting, mm -hmm. um, you know, trying something and then, you know, seeing what you like about it and then seeing what you don't like about it and trying to change it, change it up a little bit. Because you're a big proponent, I've noticed, of fail fast. Yeah, I mean, if something sucks, like, why, why waste your time on it? Fair. What habits or systems are important to you in keeping those lists? Um, consistency. Like, I think for me, um, every time I've tried something new, um, especially uh, when it comes to just trying to manage my time or uh, see that I'm getting work done, mm -hmm. um, you know, th there are just so many different ways to do it. And uh, sticking to something, I think, is the, the start. Um, I, I was actually just talking to someone recently about Pomodoro, right. which is something that uh, that, that you kind of got me onto. And uh, Ursula is 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 totally against it, and is is she's already telling me how she's going to destroy any timer. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, it might not be for everyone, but I I for one, and a lot of people that I know that this works for, um, like. I will sort of hyper focus on something where, you know, if I have a problem that's in front of me, I will spend too, too much time uh, yep. thinking about it and working on it. 
and what what has helped me a lot is sort of like time boxing it um, you know you spend a couple of hours you, you you have that deep focus but I think what what I've learned and something that that works for me is like taking that break that that Pomodoro kind of has you do forces you into um, kind of the the forced breaks I think are are really helpful like as, as human beings like you, you need some time to to decompress and I think that 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 forced break um, you know helps your mind wander into something different you know even even if it's a 10 minute break like I, there, there's a lot of value to it um, I'm sure you've noticed like sometimes like I, I will force people to take a break or maybe end their day early because like burnout's a real thing it's bad mm -hmm. um, and I just know that it took me a while to recognize that problem within myself and perhaps other people don't recognize it within themselves so uh, I am luckily in a position where I can tell someone <laughs> to take a break you're, you're finally in that spot where you can say hey dude you step away yeah yeah and that's one thing we are really bad about in our industry that I've noticed and I've seen a lot of commentary around is not admitting that we're burning out mm -hmm. or not taking that break because it's a sign of weakness, we're afraid, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes the thing that you think is sort of the anti-pattern mm -hmm. is the thing that's probably going to help you the most. Right. So what would you say your biggest help or best advice ever given to you was? I don't know if I've received it yet. Like, I still have all this time to live, hopefully, yeah, yeah. To, to hopefully, you know, still receive that advice. <laughs> Should um, I clarify, to date, then? To date? To date. Um, just in general? Yeah. Uh, do your boss's job. Make sure you get your own job done, but mm -hmm. also make sure that you're doing your boss's job. Okay. Elaborate? Um... I, I knew that. I knew that was coming. Um, wow, this is weird because you, you you report up to me now 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 that I think about what I just said. Um, so th throughout my career, I, I've I've always wanted to get into management. Right. And you you don't just get appointed to it. I mean, I thought you do, but like I feel like if you want to be a leader, it, it's more than just being appointed. Uh, being a leader, right? There, there are traits and, and qualities that, that you should have. Um, so, the 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 whole thing with um, you know do, do your boss's job. Um, I I was trying really hard um, to get a management position, and um, you know I was I was talking to uh, to my boss at the time and. Uh, and that was sort of the advice that he gave me and it seems like kind of weird advice but really what that what that kind of culminated in what that meant to me or for me was that like if I wanted that job right and if that's something that I that I was going to achieve um, like I, I had to sort of read between the lines and sort of uh, not you know like be able to sort of see around the corner, right, and, mm -hmm. and have that foresight sometimes to 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 do something that perhaps you know, like my my boss missed, right? To right. to to start filling in those gaps. Um, okay. 
and by filling in those gaps or you know offering to maybe help you know maybe there was a um, there was a you know there, there was maybe a meeting that you know I could tell that like my director didn't really want to attend <laughs> or you know he, he had a you know he had something else at the same time like I, I would try to offer to, to help out and it, I, I say this whole big long drawn out story to really tie this back to um, in order for me to have done that successfully I, I had to be good at getting all of my own tasks done right like that had to be my number one priority because I get you know I was getting paid to, to be an individual contributor right so um, if I wanted to do additional work I couldn't just start doing it and not doing my, my actual duties. So it took me a while to, to sort of learn all that and, and get good at it because I, I, I would sort of be like, I want to be a manager, so I'm going to do this meeting. But I then didn't do my job. Right. What's the thing I'm missing? Right. So I, I was actually doing a disservice to, to my manager mm-hmm. because I wasn't doing my actual job. Um, <clears throat> so t- time management and, yep. and, and making lists for me has been just crucial mm-hmm. because um, like I work really well when I have like a whole bunch of di- random problems thrown at me and you know I'll pick at them and like I solve like a whole bunch of different things and I my, my day is generally driven by meetings by mm-hmm. interrupts um, <clears throat> so like lists and time boxing <laughs> are the only way that, that that something can get done yeah so how do you reward yourself? And you know, gloves are off. You can... <coughs> we're not an explicit podcast, but you've, you've listened regularly, so you know what other people have rewarded themselves with. Um, my, my, my list, like, my, like, something always gets added to my list. Yeah. So I never get to reward myself, because <laughs> I never get to... No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I think the... Um, like just taking a break for me is the best way to reward myself because like I I just I sometimes will work too many hours or yeah. do a little too much so I I create you know some some stopping points right mm-hmm. where um, if I have a task and it's a fairly large task I'll break it up into a whole bunch of different things um, you know maybe halfway through or, or even you know when I get to sort of a milestone I'll be like okay great like I'll, I'll take a day off and just mm-hmm. do something. Um, like this this summer, um, like I really like water parks, so every once in a while like, I would take some time off and yep. just chill out at a water park and just be a fat shit and just <laughs> chill on the lazy river. Hey man, you know. Now the, the one that, that always gets the, the interesting response is, what about when you fail? What about when you miss? Um, I miss a lot and I, to me like, Failure is just a learning opportunity. Like I, 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 I hope that I, I convey that in, in my day to day, like, and, and you know, with the whole failing fast, like, just it happens. It's it's part of life. Um, you know, you you can choose to just sit there and like make yourself feel bad about failing, or you can take a minute and just have a retrospective and see like what went wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, like I've I've failed on delivering stuff on time a lot and. You know, like nine times out of ten, it's because I didn't stick to what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about when it's outside your control, where it's like you're taking the hit because you said you would deliver, but 
something else blocked it or got in the way. That's always a hard one. <laughs> you can only control what you can control. Right. Right. So uh, just take take it in stride. Like you're bound to fail at one point or another. Like if if you think you're going to succeed at everything, you should probably just revisit that for a second. Just think about it. Yeah. Um, and then you know, like <clears throat> in you know, in my current position, some you know, former positions, like I I've had to work with a lot of different people uh, from a lot of different cultures and regions. You know, t to me. Um, communicating just talking about you know wh why why you think you failed is is a is a great start um, mm -hmm. I mean honestly you know in, in this type of environment you know it, it builds a, it builds a relationship it builds some trust and transparency um, like and honestly as human beings just you know you're, you're as hard as it is to get something off your chest that you're you're better off just getting it off your chest and talking about it, and you'll eventually feel better. Yeah. And hopefully learn something from hopefully, it. Hopefully, yeah. Awesome. Um, and, you know, mm -hmm. the, the other person might have some advice for you that you never thought of. That's very true, you know. And in our own retrospectives, because, you know, we do this a lot, and the, I think that's something that we're trying a lot harder to do, is to make sure, you know, not just what went wrong, but what can we learn from it and change in the future, yeah. which is something a lot of people don't think about when they're going back over this stuff. Yep. And, and I think the, the most important thing is for, for most of us at, at in one way or another, like we are dealing with people and n no two people are the same. Mm -hmm. um, and the only way you're going to learn something about the other person is by, by talking to them. Which is something that is often lacking in this industry. Yes. Yes. So. Awesome, man. So thank you. Thank I'm going to do sir. the handshake thing, and I'll get you hooked up with the badge code for the I was interviewed. I, some people are excited about it. Some people are like, oh, right, badge codes. But, you know. I'm excited. You just can't see my face right now. Well, yeah, that's fair. They can't see your face. And I did the handshake thing when they can't see it either. So We should make some noise as we handshake. That way we can prove that it actually happened. Yeah, maybe. This isn't some sort of phone call. Or next. Well, yeah, next time. We'll do this again. So Thanks, man. And we're back. I had a really good time talking to Gene. I always have good conversations with Gene. We do one-on-ones every week, which I think is important for people who are working together to do. I have a one-on-one -on -one with my manager. I have a one-on-one -on -one with a director, who we call that the skip level, where it's, it's me to the person Eugene reports to. I try to set up one-on-ones with coworkers I work with on a regular basis. Last week's interview, Bill, I'll do a one-on-one -on -one with him. They're always really good conversations, even if it's just essentially a bitch session. There's always something constructive that comes out of it.
Thinking of constructive things, one of the concepts Gene talked about was failing fast. This week's badge code is fail fast. All one word, fail fast. And I couldn't think of any more appropriate code to go with it. Make sure you check out our other podcasts. That would be Kevin and Ursley Eat Cheap, which is certainly explicit and deserves the tag because we will discuss anything and everything and we kind of get inebriated. And also our short fiction podcast, The Hidden Almanac. You can find both of those linked from... Oh, they're both on the iTunes store. They're both on the Google Play store. They're, they're out there. Uh, look them up. I hope you enjoy them. And if you're not interested in them, that's, that's fine too. We hope you enjoy everything this week. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk next week, probably a little longer episode.